Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. What a week it has been. I am a little bit exhausted. I'll be completely honest with you guys. I'm running on fumes because I was traveling last week, got in this week, and I've been trying to play catch up with work, trying to catch up on work that I missed and upcoming work and projects I have going on. And I'm just a little bit overwhelmed. And I have all the shows I need to catch up on. That's really the most important thing is my DVR is filled with programming that I haven't gotten a chance to watch. I got the last two episodes of Hacks. I got an episode of The Kardashians. I've got, uh, oh, I'm watching that CNN Late Night documentary, which I cannot recommend enough. Cannot. It's called The Story of Late Night on CNN. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And I have one episode left of that. So I have all of these shows piling up on my DVR. And I don't know about you guys, but I get stressed when I got the shows that I haven't watched. You know, I'm a completist. I got the finale of Younger I got to watch. And so when I see them just sitting there and I'm thinking, oh my God, I got to get to it. Got to stay up at night. Got to open up my eyes, take some Red Bull like Kathy Hilton in Lake Tahoe and stay up and watch my shows so I can catch up on the DVR because it's stressing me out. And the Kardashians, you guys know, I sort of dip my toe in and out of that world. I don't keep up with them completely. You know, I watch here and there. And this season, when it was the final season, I thought, I'm going to watch it. Because even aside from them, I was just interested in the reality TV aspect of it. How are they going to wrap this up? What are they going to do production-wise? Are they going to break the fourth wall more? Which they have been doing and I've been enjoying. Uh, but I've been trying to keep up for that. And then just this past week, there was a reunion trailer that was released. They're doing a reunion for the very first time. Andy Cohen, our dear Andy Cohen, is hosting it. And it looks good, you guys, that trailer. It got me in. It made me want to keep up. Because Andy is asking dramatic questions, insightful questions, feels like it's produced like a Housewives reunion. And I'm just, I'm a little nervous too, because Andy asked Chris Jenner, he says something like, what made you want to end this show? Now, I don't know about you guys, but when the Kardashians announced they were ending that show, they also announced that they were doing a deal with Hulu. So I maybe naively assumed they were going to head on over to Hulu and the show is going to be exactly the same. However... The answer that Chris gives in the reunion trailer makes it seem like they're not just moving over to Hulu, that they're just ending this. And I'm wondering, is this the last we'll see of these people? I'm sure that's not the case. But I always just thought that this show, The Kardashians, would be around forever, and then it moved to Hulu. Not saying that's what I wanted, I'm just saying that's what I had expected. So now I'm having to adjust my expectations, and I don't even know how I feel about it. But I will be tuning into that messy reunion, and I can't wait. Andy knows how to host a reunion, and he feels like reinvigorated in the trailer to me. Because you know when Andy's on point at a reunion, there's nothing better. When he's feeling like that summer house reunion, he feels like feels like he gets jazzed up, and it, it adds to the production. It makes it feel good. I also got Family Karma, speaking of Bravo, 
got an episode of Family Karma I got to catch up on. Ah, so much. And I'm exhausted. And I don't know about you guys, uh, but I get a song stuck in my head. And this happened at home when I was visiting my mother. My mother does this all the time. She gets a song stuck in her head on the radio, and then she's walking around at the grocery store. I went to a place called Heinen's. It's a grocery store. And she's walking around. She's like, I'm every woman. And she's just singing it to herself as she's picking out Genoa salami. So she'd be like, Dan, how's your day? I'm every woman. Like she just sings it to herself. And I picked up on that. And on the uh, car ride back home in the Uber that I took from the airport, I heard Cher Believe. You know I love my Cher. Oh, and uh, now all I'm doing is walking around, and that song will not get out of my fucking head, you guys. I can't get rid of it. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> sorry. sorry to make you guys listen to it, but if I have to hear it in my head every fucking second, then you do too. I'm sorry. I believe in life after love, and I, I would like to believe in life after the song stuck in my head, because it will not get out. It's an earworm. And just, I find myself singing it at every turn. Every turn. Uh, anyway, you guys, I want to play my interview with Garcelle from The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. She's also teamed up with a company called Tena, which you'll hear us talk about. And I knew going into it, I couldn't keep the whole interview about housewives. That's not to say I didn't slip in quite a few Beverly Hills questions. <laughs> I was a little bit messy in that way. Like, I did slip in some questions. I got what I could. I got what I could for the people. I work for the people. Um, so we did talk a little bit about housewives, but I know sometimes you guys listen and I just want to be upfront with you that uh, I was excited to talk about Garcelle, uh, all of her other work, and I knew that this was one of those rare instances, which, by the way, it's no one's fault. It's not like it's Garcelle deciding that, or it's not like it's one specific person. It's just they're promoting one thing, and so they got to talk about one thing, and they don't want to talk about uh, the other thing so extensively. Does that make sense? It's kind of the part of the thing. But uh, it was a great conversation. I had so much fun. She was so lovely, so wonderful. Um, so I think you guys will like it, but I'll put the interview up on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. Uh, within a week or so, I'll have it up on the YouTube channel. And then I also want to encourage you all to check out everythingiconic.store. We have t-shirts up to 5XL available, wine glasses, all sorts of wonderful stuff uh, over there, everythingiconic.store. You can find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we also have a Patreon page. You can see all of these links in the episode description. Uh, without further ado, I want to play my interview with Garcelle from The Real House of Beverly Hills. Also, she's a co-host of The Real So Many Things, so please enjoy my chat with the lovely and talented Garcelle. I'm here with the one and only Garcelle. Of course, we know her from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, a co-host on The Real, going to bed with Garcelle, which just won a Webby Award, uh, and so much more. Garcelle, how are you doing today? I'm great, Danny. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited, Garcelle. Me Do too. I look nervous? I feel like a little nervous. No. <laughs> you um, look great. They great tell lighting, me by the way. Thank you. They tell me I'm not allowed to ask too many uh, Beverly Hills Housewives questions, so I'm going to scale that back. Um, but I have plenty of other stuff to talk to you about. Uh, first, okay. let's dive into Tenna a little bit. Tell me about your partnership with them. Yeah, I decided to partner with Tenna because I feel like we're trying to keep it real. And if you know me, you know I try to keep it real um, 100% of the time. What we really want to do is get women to talk about their health and get women to talk about things that are happening to our bodies. We're not the only ones to help women not feel lonely to uh, alone, to help women 
not be embarrassed or have these taboo things that we can't talk about, whether it's aging or menopause or incontinence, like all those things that really happen to our bodies. And we're, we're grateful to be alive. So why not continue, you know, taking care of yourself so that you live longer and you're healthier? You know, you're so open with women's issues, particularly on your podcast. Has there been something in the recent past that you've maybe woken up and said, why did I talk about that? Or, or yeah, regret? Uh, like almost every week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost every week. But what's really great is that that's the whole point of it, right? That's the whole point of being able to share and, and talk about, you know, sex and relationship and body and, and, and what we like and what we don't like. I feel like we're, we've come to a place where women are evolving. We are owning, you know, who we are. And yes, I use the word owning. Um, owning it. Owning it. And um, Garcelle, you hate Renna, don't you? I feel like. <laughs> right. <now. laughs> I could tell. Tenna, 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 tenna. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, it's really important. And I feel like women, my guests, whether it's celebrity guests or my girlfriends that leave my podcast, leave away feeling liberated and it's fun to be able to share. And I feel like as women, we can share what's going on with our bodies, what, you know, the changes that we're going through. Being in my 50s, you know, the alternative is not what I want, right? So not why not make the best of where I'm at and take care of myself and also spread the word so other, you know, women can do so as well. You know, I'm so fascinated. You had such a illustrious and successful acting career, and you still do, of course. Uh, but I was listening to an interview with Kelly Ripa, actually, and she was saying, um, "I forgive me for misquoting, but she was saying when she was an actress and on a soap opera, when people would hate her, she knew they hated the character. And then when she moved to uh, being more herself and uh, hosting a talk show, if people hated her, she knew they hated her. And I wonder what that's like for you, because you've gone through a similar shift and now we're getting to know Garcelle, whereas before we were getting to know all these wonderful characters. So what's that? Yeah, like? that's that. she is spot on. And I love Kelly, but she is really spot on because, you know, that's the hardest part about um, being on Housewives. You know, no one's talking about the character that you're playing. They're talking about you. And when the world weighs in and people, you know, pick their favorites or um, go after the people they don't like, that can be tough and you have to have tough skin. So that's what I'm learning in my second season on Housewives. I'm, I'm feeling much more comfortable with, uh, with that, although sometimes it's hard. Right. I want to go through some of your acting roles because I've been dying to kind of dive in and I went to your IMDb page and there's really so much there. So I just picked a few and I wanted to kind of get maybe some memories or things that jump out at you about the experiences on uh, these select few that I kind of picked here. Great. Um, so first, Wild Wild West. Uh, you you worked with Will Smith also on yeah. The Fresh Prince, uh, multiple yeah. episodes. What do you remember about maybe working with Will or, or those two projects? What I learned from Will is he's the epitome of a movie star. I mean, this man walks on set, knows everybody's name, talks to everyone from, you know, the extras to craft service. And that's the one thing that I was like, I want to be like that. You know what I mean? He didn't walk in and it's all about him and let me know when everything's ready. He really embraces who he is. And if you go to a movie premiere and Will is there, he will 
sign every autograph. He will shake everybody's hands. He would take selfies. And to me, that's a great way to be because those fans are what made you you. So I loved, love that about him. And I'm afraid of heights. So when they had to drop me uh, from the top and I'd fallen to his hands, I was petrified. I thought I was going to die on that set. Did they offer you a stunt double or did you do it all no, yourself? No, they used me. Yourself. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I didn't have a choice back then. Speaking- I was happy to be in it. Speaking of leading men, you also work with with Denzel, one of the greats on flight. Oh, tell me about Denzel. Denzel, my God. First of all, I thought he was drunk because he's such a good, he's such a great actor. I was trying to see if I could smell alcohol on his breath while we were doing the scene. Um, My older son, Oliver, went to school with Malcolm and Olivia, his twins. And, uh, you know, they would always, the kids would always come to my house. Oliver would always go to their house. And uh, one Sunday morning, Oliver had spent the night on Saturday night. And, uh, you know, I took a sleeping pill because it was my night. I, you know, single mom, you get to, you know, sleep in. And I was disheveled. I think I was cleaning and the doorbell rang. And, you know, I thought, oh, security is dropping off Oliver, you know, you know, one of their people that work for them. And I opened the door and it was Denzel. And I just wanted to shut it back up. Go get dressed real quick. Put on makeup and come back. (laughs) I was like, why is Denzel dropping Oliver off? It was really funny. Is there one actor, I'm skipping around a bunch, I know, but is there one actor that you really thought you shared a scene with and you're like, God, they're good? Oh, I would say definitely Denzel is one of them. Um, I would definitely say Jamie Foxx. But working also with um, Anthony Hopkins in Bad Company was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Uh, there's, There's a credit on your resume that I've been dying for someone when you're in all of these interviews for housewives and all of these things. Like I've been dying for someone to ask you about, I know who killed me with Lindsay Lohan. Now this that was a disaster. Okay. So tell me about it. What was, that what- was a disaster because at the time this was in the middle of all her craziness. Right. And um, we had to stop production because she wouldn't show up and you know, all that stuff. And I remember when she did finally come back and we were ready to shoot, they had the biggest cue cards and she was literally reading from a cue card. And I had never seen that before in my life. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, and we got through the movie doing it that way. So I'm happy to see that now though, that she's gotten her, you know, she's in a better place, but that was crazy. I'd never seen that. I heard rumors that Johnny Depp wears like an earpiece so people can give him his lines that way. Really? That would have been a better way to do it. I mean, and yeah, that was that sort of the like height. Saturday Night Live, you know, <laughs> that was at the height of like kind of the whirlwind around yeah. Lindsay. And yeah, so I, I sure. can't imagine. We got to take a quick break here, but we'll be back with more from Garcelle Bouveau. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listing, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent, 
can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Okay, Jamie, of course we know you as Fancy from the Jamie Foxx show. You also worked with him on White House Down with uh, Channing Tatum as well. Uh, Tell me about Jamie. And Channing, too. I want to know. Oh, my God. Channing, Channing, Channing. Um, I was coming out of the the makeup trailer, and Channing was, like, walking towards me. I swear to God, it felt like it was in slow motion, and I could hear, like, (laughs) I heard music. It was the most amazing (laughs) thing I'd ever seen. It was like he was walking on water. He was so fine. And I said, hi, I'm a huge fan. And he goes, I'm a huge fan of you. And I was like, what? Um, That was really cool. It was great. That particular movie was the first time that I worked with Jamie since the Jamie Foxx show. So it was really cool that he was playing the president. I was playing the first lady and we got to hang out and it, it felt like, you know, old times. Yeah, I'm so, so proud of him. You're such an icon. Like you've done all of these amazing roles in these amazing <laughs> films. Do you pinch yourself sometimes thinking, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes when people remind me, like my girlfriend will say, like, if I'm, you know, saying something, she's like, do you know who you are? (laughs) uh, So that's the only time I get a check. I mean, when I look back, it's incredible. It's it's incredible the things that I've been able to do. And I don't take it for granted at all. I recently had Candy Burris on the show and uh, I didn't, we didn't even really talk about housewives at all. And some people got mad at me because, you know, they were like, you didn't ask any housewives questions, but I'm like, we have Candy fucking Burris on the show. Like I'm, I mean, come on. And I feel the same way with you. It's like, you've done so much and I don't know. Uh, Okay. You can talk about housewife a little bit. (laughs) Curb your enthusiasm though. I want to know what was that experience like? I love, I love that show. I love that show. So when I was asked to be in it, uh, I loved it. I couldn't believe I was on set with Larry David. And uh, the best part of that show as an actor is that when you leave the set that day, you don't have to memorize anything. You know, there's no homework to do when you get home because it's all improv. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We were just actually quoting them a little while ago. We're saying um, we were just saying, what was it? We were just oh, pretty, 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 pretty good. (laughs) Uh, I I love Larry. Me Uh, too. The Coming to America movies, you were in both of them. The newest one just came out over quarantine and also like came out at a really good time. I feel like we all just sort of needed something funny. I always get, uh, this is sort of an aside, but I I feel like there aren't enough comedies anymore uh, in general. And so it came around at a time where I think we were also starved for comedy. Um, I agree. And I thought they did really, I thought Craig Brewer did a really great job with the sequel because- First of all, it was so long ago. And for people who had never seen it or people who loved it so much, there was a mix of both new and old. I thought the cast was great, the people that they brought on. Um, And yeah, we needed it. At first, I was really bummed. We weren't going to have a premiere. We weren't going to be in theaters because I thought the costumes and the, you know, the set was just so beautiful that you needed to see it that way. But I think a lot more people perhaps seen it because they could see it from home. Right. Yeah. I know on Housewives, we saw last season, uh, 
you sort of working behind the scenes on some scripted projects? And I wonder if you yeah. can update us, like what's going on? Uh, yeah, Split Marriage, we're, we're looking to shoot in the fall. That was the one that we met with the directors for. So because of COVID, we had to, you know, everything had to get pushed. We have a lot of sex scenes in it. And uh, we weren't obviously able to shoot then, but we're looking at uh, October, September, October uh, shoot date. Did you see your friend Denise was doing the soap opera and she had the mannequin uh, <laughs> for the sex scene? First she had the mannequin and then they brought her husband Aaron in and shot him from the back, which is clever. I mean, you got the, you know, yeah. Hollywood has to keep going. The show must go on. Wait, okay. I got to ask you, what did you think about uh, on this week's episode of Beverly Hills, Rinna talking about Harry's uh, friend who was a rapist, comparing that to Denise. I mean, what the fuck was that about, Garcelle? It was crazy. I have no idea. It was so insane. It's like, what? And I think a lot of, I saw a lot of memes last night that were spot on with that. It's like, are you kidding? Get out of here with that story. Don't ever tell that story again. I wondered if we missed something, like if there was something, because it made no sense, the comparison to me. (laughs) Nope. Uh, I heard you say in an interview that um, you don't consider yourself like a career housewife, meaning I don't, like how much longer do you see yourself? I don't know. I mean, I'm enjoying doing it. Um, I don't know. I take everything season at a time. Tell me uh, a little bit about going to bed with Garcelle. Now you guys just won an Emmy. A Webby. A Webby, sorry. I asked you about some topics that you maybe regretted is there one you haven't gotten to that you're sort of dying to get to? Yeah, I mean, I think we're always going to continue to push the envelope a little bit and talk about, you know, sex relationships. And, you know, I also love the womanhood of it, like the woman code. Like, I feel like the girls and the women that come on the show and we have had men, um, it's been really great to sort of compare and talk and bond and not feel like we're not trying to shame anyone. We're not have we don't want anybody to leave there feeling like you know they shouldn't have said that. It's really all about love and it's all about sharing and bringing it back to Tenna is what I feel that women need to do is continue conversation so that we can all help each other out. I think the sisterhood is really really strong and sometimes we get away we get away from that. It's interesting now, and you've really embraced a lot of these different outlets to talk about these issues that previously weren't talked about in the media, whether it be on Housewives or through your partnership with Tenna or your podcast, because I think even on something like The Real Houses of Beverly Hills or some of the other franchises, we see women over 40 talking about sex and dating and businesses maintaining friendships. And previously, those just weren't things that were in the media landscape, unfortunately. No, totally. And I really feel like I wish we'd celebrate that more. I mean, the fact that you have, you know, eight, I believe it's eight, eight women who are business women and we're taking care of our kids and we're looking great. And we are, we're having real conversations that I wish people focused on that a little bit more because I really do think that's, that's pretty remarkable. Right. It's modern. Uh- yeah, we're modern yeah. women. You know, this season on Beverly Hills and on New York, there's been a lot of discussion about race. And I think a lot of fans, myself included, I feel like the diversification of these shows has been a, a little bit troubling in terms of it feels like a lot of the women of color are having to do a lot of the heavy lifting Woo, with the conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, well, how do you feel about the way the diversification has been handled? Does that make sense? 
Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. And I do feel at times we are doing the heavy lifting. And I think it's because they we've never had to have those conversations because they weren't diversified. And I think when you have diversity, you're going to have diverse conversations, right? You want my point of view. I want your point of view. My point of view is totally different from yours, whether we live next door to each other or even in the same families, people have different lives. And I think I'm happy that these shows are having more in-depth conversation. And yes, we're still going to have fun. We're still going to be glamorous, but why not talk about the things? If it's a reality show, this is my reality. So I should be able to talk about it. Right. How are you liking the cast right now? Do you love Kathy as much as the rest of us love Kathy? I love <laughs> Kathy so much. She's, the best. she's such a hoot. She's so sweet. She's lovable. She's kooky. Um, she's really a lot of fun. She's really a lot of fun. She, When we were in Tahoe, she came into my room without any cameras and she said, I just want to tell you that I think you're amazing. I think you're going to do amazing. I have a feeling you're going to do these amazing things. And don't focus on finding a man. Just focus on being you. And she says all these amazing things. And I said, thank you, Kathy. And, you know, I was gracious about it. And then she went back and she told um, Kyle what she told me. And Kyle goes, you're not a swami, Kathy. She's already doing amazing things. Very <laughs> hugely like, successful. Oh. <laughs> right. uh, but she's sweet. I love her. Anything you could say about the Erica Jane of it all? Ooh, it's tough. It's right. tough. I don't wish that on anybody. We're just going to have to see where it unfolds, honestly. It's right. tough. Uh, and then quickly, Sutton and Crystal, do you think they could ever get on the same page? Like, what's happening there? Woo! I don't know. It might take a little bit more time and a lot more alcohol. I don't know. I think they just got off on the wrong foot, honestly. And, you know, Sutton was in a really fragile time, and I think Crystal was a little tough on her. So hopefully they'll mend it. I don't even know. What I'm, I'm watching switching. like you are. I know. I'm switching gears though. What uh, okay. what are your hopes and dreams for the future? Like, is there one role that you really want? Or is there a project you really want to get off the ground? Or Yeah, I mean, I want to continue doing what I'm doing. I want to be able to, you know, um, continue producing, continue growing my brand. And I would love to play the uh, basic instinct role, the Sharon Stone. I would love to recreate that. Oh, I'd love to watch it, Garcelle. We need it to happen. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that uh, would be fun. I want to let you go. I do have quick uh, two quick questions that I ask every guest. Uh, first of all, your favorite Mariah Carey song. And then also, if you were choosing for People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, who would you choose? Oh, that those are really good. Okay, Mariah Carey's song. I do have a lot of her songs. Um, oh, Dream Lover's a good song. Dream Lover's Classic. a good song. And if I had to pick someone to be on the cover, um, I like I always like giving people a, a shot. I would say maybe John, John David Washington. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. 
Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories so much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Garcelle, uh, anything else you want to tell us about Tenna or... or uh, yes, please go to Tenna, Tenna.us. And I just want women to be able to have conversations and not be embarrassed. We're all growing older. We're all, our bodies are changing and uh, it's important to keep the conversation going. Well, Garcelle, thank you so much for taking the time. It was such a delight. I'm a huge fan of yours on Housewives thank and you, all Danny. of your work. So just, uh, you know, thank you for all that you've given us. In the oh, you're so sweet. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm sending all, all my right. love your way. Hopefully oh, we'll me too. Thank you. Soon. Okay. Oh my God. That would be so nice. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Garcelle.